0: Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you gain a deeper relationship with your team. On today's episode, Mark Gregston answers some of your most pressing questions. Let's hear what he has to say.
1: The questions we'll be talking about today come from um, you sending them in, and at the same time, uh, a couple of questions from uh, a family in crisis Zoom call that we have last night, and and will be again tonight. Uh, we do these on a monthly basis. Uh, and I give uh, everybody that participates the opportunity to ask questions. Matter of fact, we had close to 600 people participate in these Zoom calls during July and August, and um, we were inundated with questions. And so we kind of narrowed them down, put some together, so we made sure that we were answering all of them. And in typical fashion, you guys have done a great job of uh, of asking some questions and and, uh, you put me in kind of a position that that uh, as I have said, I need to a- answer these questions because you're asking them, and it's not necessarily going to come up in a an everyday conversation. After I lead a seminar, you're going to come ask me these questions. So by submitting them to me, it, it gives a little bit of anonymity, and I never expose who's asking me those questions. But but I have a feeling that that these questions are representative of how parents across. Um, all spectrums of life uh, are engaging with their kids. And, and, uh, and so hopefully one answer to a, a question that somebody sends in will touch the lives of everybody else. Here's the questions we're going to be talking about today. First question is, what does a mom do when you tell your child to talk to you the right way with respect? And the child says, you talk to me with respect, and I will talk to you with respect. Everything I say, he turns around on me. Uh, and ask me why. It, so this is probably a young kid, I would imagine, 14 years of age. Somebody else uh, asked a question, and I'm taking it that it's a uh, a little bit older kid, but uh, this mother wrote in and said, I unfortunately walked in on my 16-year-old masturbating while watching porn on his iPad. Later on, I told him it was wrong to look at porn no matter what his culture says, and he told me has needs, to which I said I understood, but viewing porn to meet those wasn't okay. So his dad talked to him and tried to explain the dangers and inappropriateness, but our son thought nothing was wrong. Any thoughts on how to get to his heart and help him understand? This mom says this, I've been praying for his conviction. I'm dying inside because I fear he's becoming part of this world. Maybe I ought to answer that one first to get it out of the way. (laughs) So here's another question. I find myself being fairly strict with my teenagers and younger kids when they're fighting or goofing around too much. My knee-jerk reaction is to give them some extra work. When my daughter forgets to feed the animals, I give her a week's worth of chores just to help her remember. It doesn't uh, go over well, obviously, and I feel like I'm always the enemy, so I'm wondering what is the appropriate line to hold them to a standard but not to create too much contention. That is a wonderful question by a dad who's saying it's not working the way I'm doing it How do I do something different? Here's another question that uh, a a lady writes about a 23-year-old. She says, my daughter is 23 years old, um, and um, I've done just about everything. Um, But she is currently living with her unsaved boyfriend, and and I've gotten to the point of discontinuing text cards and packages as her responses are usually uh, monosyllabic or non-existent. Um, her father died a long time ago, and, and I feel like um, I, all I can do now is pray for her. So what do I do? That's a, that's a good question, too. So can I tackle this one about finding a son that's masturbating? Um, and, and let me tell you my background, uh, how I know the answer to this. Um, I'm a male. Um, I grew up and was a teenager. Um, I've been married for 45 years. I have lived at a Christian sports camp called Camp Kanakuk in Branson, Missouri, and seen thousands of kids. I lived on the girls' side of camp. Um, I have lived with over 2,000 young men uh, that have lived with us either at Heartlight or in other programs. Um, and I get this question a lot. And so it's always interesting to me how we answer it. I, I know that every one of us wants our kids to be sexually moral and, a, and avoid lust. And you go through Scripture and you find that over and over and over again. At the same time, we know this, that, that men are visually stimulated and, and, and the example of that that I would give is that, is that it's, it, it, men have that—it's that every man's battle, as a matter of fact, is, is porn. It's pornography because it's attractive and it's beautiful and it's something that God has created and, and men are just attracted uh, visually. It's just like men are attracted to video games and, and, and girls aren't. It's interesting to me that every time I hear about somebody being addicted to video games it's a guy. It's because they're created to be visual. Now, that doesn't excuse anything. Please hear that. And I'm not for a young man looking at porn and and masturbating, bringing himself to self-gratification where he climaxes and it's that instant gratification. I'm I'm not I'm not for that. So do you hear me just go I'm not for it. But at the same time, I'm a realist, and I know this. I'm not going to be able to stop it either. It, it, young men are so driven that uh, it's it's not a matter of me saying that they're going down the wrong path if, if they do this. And I'll tell you how I handle it. I leave it alone. And so, you know, I think the approach would be, for a dad. And I think this is where you get a dad or a male to step in and talk to a son who's found that he likes to masturbate. It's, it's, it's self-gratifying. It's, it's pleasurable. God designed it that way. But when he does so, I would I would say, this is something between you and God, and you're going to have to figure it out. But I do not want you to ever be masturbating where my wife can walk in on you and see you. And I'd be very strong about that. Now he's got to work it out. He's got to he, he's got to take care of his own deal and figure it out. But the point of a dad going in and talking to him, you can try to tell a child about the dangers of porn and I and I think you're you're going to have to make sure that you use a great sense of wisdom and not so much just talk about information. But use wisdom to say, this is what I've seen it do to people. This is what I've thought about. And this is what I've experienced as a dad. And so this is my encouragement that you stay away from it. And as long as you're in this home, I'm going to limit that. I'll even turn off electricity this house to keep you from going to porn sites. I'll turn off the Internet. I will not participate in any way. And the thing that's interesting to me is that a, a child knows that that perhaps it's 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 whatever they're doing is wrong if they're hiding it or they're embarrassed when they get caught. At the same time, it's kind of a normal function um, for a kid. So, so the mother that wrote in and asked this question, I am sorry that you had to see that, and I am I am sorry that that. Uh, uh, that your son's not responding to you, uh, but he lives in a sexually charged world, and and many people would say it's it's far better to to masturbate than it is to have sex with somebody and and risk you know pregnancy or STDs. I I don't go that far. I don't I don't like that argument. Um, but I but I think there's a part of it where it's the normalcy of of a young man growing up and. Uh, and the issue at hand is you being able to spend some time loving on him regardless of of what he's doing. And I'll tell you this, he um, he's not becoming a part of the world. it's he, It's a part of him. And he's got to learn control. And as he grows older and you give him control of his life, he will he will get there. Now, if you have a child that's masturbating uh, excessively, and constantly, then you may have a bigger issue because it may be to fight depression, anxiety. Um, they're bored. They're, they're overly sexually charged, and they need help getting through something. Or it could be a sign of uh, sexual abuse uh, in their life. But I, I don't think I'd go that far yet in the normalcy of kids. And what I find in, in keeping the relationship with kids— I ignore some things. I learn which battles to fight. And as long as I'm winning the war, I can lose a few battles. I hope, I hope that helps. I, I sure don't want to be one that says, no, here, here's, here's permission for your kids to do anything, and, and I'm, I'm not that way. But I, but I would tell you, have a man speak into his life because a man knows exactly uh, what your son is going through. Here's the next question is, is what's a mom to do when you tell your child to talk to you the right way with respect? And the child says, you talk to me with respect. Okay. I imagine this is a, uh, I imagine this is a, a young girl or a young boy that's 14 years old. And so they feel like people need to respect them. They may not be getting respect somewhere else. And the way that they're interpreting the way that you talk to them, they may feel disrespected now. It used to be it's like this. Moms, you used to correct your son all the time. Now he's 14, 15 years old. You correct him and you get a different response. It's because he looks at things differently. He looks at things in a in, uh, form of the way he engages with other people and his own manliness of being corrected by somebody else. Uh, men don't like to be corrected, you know, with your daughter, it, it there, sometimes that correction at an early age goes over really well, and a child listens. They get into their teen years, and they want to quit listening because they don't want to be told something's wrong with them. And so, they now interpret the same the same style and message and wording that you said at one time that was very respectful. Now they consider it to be disrespectful. And this is what I would do. I would say, son, let me tell you something, or sweetheart, let me tell you. I don't want to be disrespectful to you. So you need to help me learn how to be respectful to you because I would never want to be disrespectful. But I do ask that you respect me and I will respect you. But I need you to tell me when you think that I am being disrespectful. I mean, and and that way now you're having a discussion rather than this fight over who's respecting who. I would almost demand respect, but I demand it in a way that I would take away things that are disrespectful only after I make sure that I am being very respectful of uh, of what they're saying. Okay, here's another question. Uh, my daughter's 23 years old. Um, and she's living with a boyfriend now. And, and um, I used to send her packages and cards and and now her responses to me are almost nothing. What am I supposed to do? Mom, I, th- this is a tough one. I mean, her dad died when she was four years old, and she feels like she made it through basic training. Um, and she did it all for her dad. I mean, when somebody dies, I think they immediately become that legacy. Um, and and they can do no wrong. And so they live up to something that doesn't exist anymore um, just as a way of encouragement. And so that's not a reflection on you. Kids make decisions that aren't always in line with what mom and dad want. And so when a daughter says, I'm living with a boyfriend, I I think it's still saying to her, sweetheart, I want you to know there's nothing you can do to make me love you more. There's nothing you can do to make me love you less. And then when they say, well, let's go on vacation together. I, you know, we did that with my son and, um, he was dating a young lady after he went through a divorce, and we were going on a family vacation. And my wife and I wrestled with, well, do we get one room for both of them? Does that mean that we're giving license for them to live together or, and, and stay together? Or So are we in violation, or do we give them options? And what we did was give them options. You don't have to stay with Adam. You can stay with our daughter, And Adam can stay with our son-in-law, and y'all can do it that way. But you guys are adults, and you need to figure it out. And we didn't bat an eye at whatever the decision was. They ended up staying in the same room. We let it go. Because at some point, it doesn't have anything to do with us anymore. It has to do with them. And if my daughter at 23 years old wants to talk about those things, I can give her direction and share wisdom and what I've learned and how it concerns me how people share everything before they get married. Of course, the old uh, adage is always, well, I mean, you always drive a car before you buy it. Um, Yeah, but I'm not buying a spouse. But that's sure how a lot of kids look at it. And with divorce rates as high as they are, I think most kids want to make sure they don't get divorced, so they want to make sure that the relationship is good. That's a different way of thinking than the way that I think. Um, But because it's different doesn't mean that that I need to shun them. And so mom, I would encourage you in this. Continue to text her, but not don't be sending her scripture that makes her feel convicted or don't talk to her about you know sexual immorality or any of those things. Cards, packages, yes, I would send those. And it may be just quickly hey thinking of you. Hope you guys are doing well. Send her and her boyfriend a Christmas present together, something, and uh, uh, but don't back away, or you'll never have the influence. Your only recourse is not just to pray for them, but it's to do things with them. Go on vacation, you know. Say, hey, why don't we go on a trip? Why don't we go do something together? Or just you and your daughter go somewhere and do something, or just get together for coffee. And when you do, just listen. Don't try to tell her she's wrong. Don't try to tell her that, you know, you're living in sin. Don't, yeah, all those things just push kids further and further away. So I would stay away from that. But I'd, I would still be working out ways. How do I move closer to, uh, to my daughter? Here's the next question. The last question of the day is I find myself being fairly strict with my teenagers. And when they're fighting and, and goofing around, I, I give them extra work to do. This is a wonderful question. It's from a a dad, I would take it, that that doesn't want to tolerate, you know, some kids. It, it's kind of like middle school kids for me. Drive me crazy because they're always bouncing off the walls and they won't sit still and sit down and talk and drink a cup of coffee with you and share their feelings and thoughts and that you get somewhere. It's the nature. It's the nature of middle school kids. But this dad's asking, I don't want to be the enemy. And what's happening is, is that kids are looking at him early on that this was just, if you do this in your teaching of them about social interaction, how they engage, you're correcting them all the time. Now they're getting a little bit older. I would tell you that you've got to let them start taking control of their lives. And I would encourage you to back up a little bit, Dad, or they're always going to feel like you are the enemy. You don't have to give... Um, a consequence every time a child makes a mistake, especially if, they're, if it's not intentional. They're not, they, now, the fighting thing, I would tell you this, if they're fighting with one another, I tell them, you don't fight at all, or I'll sell your car, or I'll take your cell phone away, and you won't have it. I'll get rid of the TV in our house. I'll turn off the electricity. We'll live without water. I mean, it, because fighting is very disrespectful. And disrespect has an amazing way of destroying relationships within a family. So I wouldn't tolerate the fighting, but goofing off is kind of a typical thing that kids do. Matter of fact, it shows that they're relaxed a little bit where they can goof off and have fun. One day they're not going to goof off as much and they're going to long for the time to laugh. I just want them to include you in that laughter, that you guys have a relationship, that you can sit back and live, laugh and talk about the times that they drove you absolutely bonkers and and, uh, and one day you'll be able to do that. And so when you say, so I'm wondering if there's an appropriate line to hold them to a standard but not create so much contention, yes. And that's where you just gotta figure it out. And it, And it may be, hey guys, on the fighting thing, I want you to know that I'm pretty strong on that, and I'm not going to allow any fighting at all. I'm going to take things away from you. Now, the goofing around, give it a few minutes, but, but you know that bothers me, and I'm sorry that it does. And um, But you know that I love you, even when I get frustrated with you. But, Dad, just giving more work projects doesn't solve it. That that worked when they were you know younger than 13 years old, but it doesn't work now. So it's just engaging with them differently. Know this, Dad, they're going to grow out of this stage. There's hope they're going to quit and get to a better place where they just don't bug the daylights out of you all the time. Hey, great questions. Keep asking those. You can go to parentingtodaysteens.org and and you can find out about uh, a number of different resources that are there for you. And, and so be sure to you'll get our, sign up for our parenting newsletter, which is just chocked full of resources that I think you'll love and a ton of articles and videos and excerpts from video series and different teaching things that we've done. And there's also just a listing of all the different resources we offer as well. So take advantage of that. Hope you guys have a great week. Look forward to hearing your other questions. Take care. God bless.